0: Hi and welcome back everyone to another episode of the Women Today podcast and I'm your host Emma Title. If this is your first time listening thank you so much for being here and I'm so glad that you found us and if you're a regular listener thank you so much for also being here and for continuing to show up. I'm so grateful to have you as a part of this community and I just deeply respect your own investment in your personal growth and development and your psychological understanding as a woman and I'm thrilled that you're here. So this week I wanted to actually do a part two of the series that I started last week on how to create a conscious ending because after last week's episode I got a ton of emails and messages from folks And people saying, you know, they are going through a lot of endings and transitions right now, and they're really excited to be in the conversation of how to do that consciously. So thank you so much for letting me know that it struck a chord, and it really got me thinking about the subject more deeply. And so I wanted to jump off today by going a little bit deeper on some other angles around how to create conscious endings. So this episode will have value in and of itself, but if you didn't listen to last week's episode, you might want to start there if this is of interest, and then everything I'll be talking about today will kind of be building off of that. And if you're someone who just stumbled upon this podcast and you want to be getting emails from me, notifications about when I have a new podcast live or other updates and information that I only talk about in email, please head on over to emmatitle.com and you can sign up for my email newsletter there. Beautiful. So let's get back into it around how to create a conscious ending for yourself or with loved ones. No matter what's going on in your life, as I was talking about last week, we are all experiencing constant cycles of endings, beginnings, transitions, birth, death, degeneration, growth, everything in between. And especially right now, you know, I'm hearing from a lot of folks as we are all transitioning out of the more intensive COVID pandemic time, particularly here in the US, we are all, I think, reorganizing and reorienting and with that reorganization and also digesting and recovering from so many of the personal and collective impacts of the last year and a half, We are, you know, we're needing to start things new or end things or transition things or just reevaluate. And that can bring up a lot around feelings, around endings. And so what I wanted to build on this week is really becoming more aware of how we naturally tend to do endings and that's very different across the board for all of us as individuals and also what we can do to grow and evolve the way that we might choose to approach an ending. So I'm going to be leading you through a series of questions the way that I did last week and you can use these questions as journal prompts or to spark conversations with friends or maybe to just do some quiet reflection as you're on a walk or resting um, so I'll be sharing my thoughts as well as leading you through the prompts and questions themselves. So I think the really important thing to start with is the question, how do I normally do my endings? And it may seem like there isn't a pattern. It may seem like, well, I do this one this way or I did that one that way. But if you were to take a bird's eye view of your life and look at yourself from, even from early childhood, from what you remember to this present moment in your adulthood, I want you to think about how do you tend to do endings? And you might think about things like, do I do them quickly or slowly do I drag them out or do I rush them do I dread them or do I look forward to them do I resist them or do I embrace them there are so many different styles and ways of being when it comes to endings and I think before we explore anything else we just need to understand how we ourselves tend to do them and there are so many factors that go into and contribute to the ways and the styles that we do endings but first we need to just identify how do we do them so once you've done some reflection on that then I want you to ask yourself where did I learn to do endings this way and again we might think that oh this is just how I do it this is just me you know I'm an individual this is how I do it and I'm someone who really likes to look at both the individual and the system. So I like to look at yes, you are one unique person, but you also belong to a larger ecosystem. You belong to a family system that you come from, however functional or dysfunctional that was. You belong to a cultural system. You, you belong to a national system, you know, a culture of where you live. And so there are so many dimensions and influences when we talk about how each one of us does transitions. There are also individual things, you know, if you believe in things like Enneagram type or astrology or human design, if you, you know, believe in in personality like being an introvert or an extrovert or a planner or a more spontaneous person, there are so many different forces that shape both our individual and collective style around endings and it's important that we respect diversity here so that there can be a really wide range of ways of doing endings that all fall within a spectrum of a healthy ending. So it's not that we, there's a prescription of we need to do it XYZ way in order to do it well, but it's about this self-inquiry and this self-understanding of do we feel that we're doing endings in a way that works for us or not where did we learn how to do these endings and is there a way that we want to keep doing it the way that we learned it or do we want to change it okay so the first question just to repeat is how do I normally do endings and then the second question is where did I learn to do endings in this way once you've kind of reflected on that then comes the question does the way that I do endings work for me what are the benefits of the ways that I do endings and what are the drawbacks and this is a really critical question because so often when we do things one way we think that that is either a the only way to do it or b that you know it's it's a flawless way it's like this is how I do it and there's no drawbacks. Usually we do things because we perceive that there are benefits in the way that we do them. And so I would really invite you to get more curious about whether or not the way that you do endings is working for you. And when I say, is it working for you? I would investigate questions like, do you feel closure? Do you feel completion? Do you feel fulfillment and release and ease when you do endings? Or Do you feel like you get kind of weighed down by baggage or residue or things that haven't been finished that then carry into the next phase of your life or the time after the ending? So what do you like about how you do endings? What are the benefits? And then what are the drawbacks or maybe what don't you like about how you're doing the endings? What isn't working for you? And then the next place of inquiry is, is there anything that you want to change about how you do endings? And it might be a yes, or it might be a no, it might be a maybe. But if it is, if you do maybe want to change something about how you do endings, why? What's the motivation? And usually motivation comes in two forms. It's either a desire for something. So it's like that I'm, I'm drawn to have something, and so I want to change so I can have it. Or it's there's a pain that we're experiencing, and we want to move away from that pain. And so we might want to do it differently so we don't experience that pain over and over again. So you're just asking yourself, is there anything you want to change? And if so, why? And then the next place of inquiry to think about is if my most mature evolved self were in charge of how I did this ending, this next ending opportunity that's on the table, how would she do it? And this is something that I think we should take a lot of time with if we can, because oftentimes we have a sense of you know there's a lot of different names for it like our higher self or our more evolved self or our more mature adult self but we have a sense of if we were well resourced if we were confident in ourselves if we were relatively comfortable and supported there's a vision we might have about how we want to do an ending consciously how we want to create that completion either with ourselves Or with other people or places or experiences or periods of time and we can usually feel even if it's just like a glimmer or a sense we can usually feel how we would want to do it in an ideal way and life is what it is so we don't always get to do our endings in the most ideal way but I do think it's helpful to anchor ourselves in the image or the sensation or the feeling of how our most mature self would do the ending if she were solely in charge and then the next place of inquiry is what if anything do I need internally or externally in order to be able to do this ending differently so when you get when you anchor yourself in that image of how your most wise most mature evolved self would do the ending You might realize that like, oh, hey, I can't do, I can't create that ending without the other person that I'm completing with being on board somewhat with that ending. Or I can't create that kind of an ending that I'm desiring unless I've gotten sleep the night before or unless I've done some pre-thought and planning. So there may be lots of large or small things that are required internally or externally in order to be able to facilitate a different kind of an ending that actually feels more satisfying, more um, more healing than maybe other endings have felt for you in your life. So the question is, what, if anything, do I need internally or externally in order to be able to do this ending differently? And then finally, I want to introduce this concept to you of finishing strong. And so there's there's this sort of phrase, finishing strong, that's in the culture and that people talk about. But oftentimes, what I've experienced is that notion of finishing strong is you know, there's a particular image around it. It's like if you're running, running even harder for those last couple of minutes of the race, or if you're, you know, taking an exam, getting an A on that last exam and and not, you know, getting complacent and letting it slide and getting a C on it. And those are all great and you know there's I have no objection to that. But when I talk about finishing strong or when I think about that in my own life or with my clients that I work with I like to really broaden the concept of strength. And so when I think of finishing strong, I think of finishing or completing or ending in a way that is indicative of your personal growth edge. Or if you think about the person that you're growing into, the person you're becoming, the person that you want to be, it's like how could you finish in that style as opposed to the style of maybe an earlier iteration of yourself or a younger or more injured version of yourself. So when I think of finishing strong, I think of how can we finish in a way that we feel proud of ourselves and where we feel like we've ended in a growthful way that has the opportunity to heal a pattern and to do it differently and to get that experience of doing it differently as opposed to a way that recapitulates an old pattern. Um, An old pattern of trauma or an old pattern of loss or an old pattern of not feeling met or satisfied in an ending. And so I would just turn that inquiry over to you of what would finishing strong look like and feel like for you personally? And that's going to be a a completely individual image or, or set of circumstances. For you, finishing strong is going to look really different than for me, what finishing strong looks like or for the next person. And just to broaden that out even a little bit more is, um, for me, strength is deeply linked actually to vulnerability. So when I think about, you know, if I'm going through a tough ending in my life, I think what would finishing strong look like here? And for me, that often might be actually revealing and sharing more vulnerability or telling more truths. When normally I would hold back or not express myself. Um, For another person that might look like you know doing it faster and not as slow or for the next person doing it slower and not as fast. For one person it could look like setting more boundaries. For another it could it could look like letting down more guards. For some it could look like processing a lot or more or processing less or a little. So there's, again, there's no right or wrong, but I invite you to really lean in and reflect on how could you do this ending? How could you create or co-create this ending, whether it's with a person, a place, a thing, a phase of life, a, a psychological pattern, an experience? How could you do this ending in a way that bolsters your faith in yourself that makes you feel proud and that makes you feel like you did a really good job or you did it differently you did it in a way that was edgy for you in a way that really called upon your your growth edge um, a way that really exercised I have a friend who talks about you know what's the power move here and like each of our power moves looks different for us a power move for me might be like a regression for you (laughs) so it's we really have to own our unique biography where we are in our development and know what is that growth edge for us personally um I'll just share a, a tender piece here that I was recently speaking to a woman whose husband recently died and she said to me you know it was so hard, and it was so painful, but we did it really well, and I'm really proud of us, and it, it brings me to tears right now just talking about it. I can feel it in my whole body, and um, when she said it to me, I just got chills because I'm like, isn't that what we all wish for? And that would be my wish for me, for you, for anybody else here who's doing an ending of, of any degree, you know, however small or large. But it's like if we get the privilege, if we get the opportunity to create a conscious ending, wouldn't it be glorious? Wouldn't it be amazing if we could sit there at the end of it, even if it's as hard an ending as saying goodbye to a spouse or a family member where we could say that was hard and yet we showed up and we ended in a way that has us all feeling like we did the best we could and we ended well even if we didn't want this ending. So I just want to leave you with that of, you know, whatever you're facing, whatever kinds of completions or endings or transitionings you're making, you have the power and you have the intelligence and you have the awareness to create an ending with as much consciousness as you're capable of in in this moment in your life. And so going through these questions of, And I'll just repeat them again. How do I normally do endings? Where did I learn to do endings in this way? Does the way that I do endings work for me? What are the benefits? What are the drawbacks? Is there anything I want to change about how I do endings and if so, why? If my most mature evolved self were in charge of how I did this ending, how would she do it? What if anything do I need internally or externally in order to be able to do this ending differently? And what would finishing strong look and feel like for me? So when we when we allow the space and the time to, to reflect and to go through these questions with ourselves, we empower ourselves and we also empower the people with whom we are interacting and doing endings with so that we can do it differently, do it with more love, with more empathy, with more compassion. We can do it in ways that support our growth and our maturation and our development as opposed to ways that are re-injuring or re-traumatizing for us or our loved ones. And so I invite you to get creative. I invite you to give yourself permission to experiment, to do things differently, to bring these inquiries to the other folks in your life if you're doing endings with other people in one way or another and i just am sending my love and support and deep compassion for you as you traverse and navigate the endings that are showing up for you the completions that are presenting themselves to you right now in this in this complicated and rich time i hope this was helpful and i look forward to connecting next week and in the meantime take really good care of yourself and the ones around you take care